The bunker made a mistake. Like they I'm nah, saying they, it's they, a head high. It's him in the head. How is, that, it's, how is that a mistake when they look at it and they say it's high, that mm. it's not 10 in the bin? How is yeah. that a mistake? I, 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 I don't understand what we're arguing about. Did he hit him in the head? Yes. Yes. Then it's off. In the story. It's but, but he didn't get but sent it, off. But he shouldn't get sent off. But he should have. Oh my gosh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 114 of the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast, the greatest view of rugby league from the sideline. I am your host, Daniel Tassoni, and a big welcome to my boys, my co-hosts, Nicholas Guild and Ryan Clark. How are we, boys? Super. Good. Not very good. Very good. That's good. How quick is the 2024 NRL season coming around? We're already back this Sunday. It all begins again with the first ever NRL matches to ever be played in Las Vegas, Nevada, USA. Very exciting. And that's why we're here tonight to dissect the first ever split round teamless Tuesday. So as our listeners may or may not be aware, round one has been split over two weekends due to the Las Vegas doubleheader this Sunday. And as such, at 4 p.m. this evening, being Tuesday, the NRL only dropped the team lists for the Las Vegas matches, that being the Rabbitohs-Manly game and the Roosters-Broncos game. So following our Team List Tuesday analysis, the sideline story will try something new this season and enter into an inaugural Supercoach draft competition, which we will be drafting live tonight in our Bunker Review segment. So let's hope that gets pulled off without a hitch. Otherwise, I'll edit the shit out of it. But we'll see what happens. Um... We will get into those things shortly, boys, but before we begin, there's some very important rugby league matches and drama over the weekend that we need to discuss. So firstly, my crystal ball predictions have gone off to a horrible start after Tom Gilbert tore his ACL in the trials over the weekend and was ruled out for the Dolphins for the entire 2024 season. Therefore, I get to change my lock of the year, boys. Because I just Why can't. Why do you get to change it? Because you I can. Definitely I definitely do. Because that's, that's bullshit. It's not official. You can just you can just say it's it. It's not official. It's not official. Have I done the social media things? Have I made the have I made the the socials, the posts? No, I haven't. I'm changing oh, it. So fuck no his. way, man. Nah. In no nah. way. I think nah. it's um uh, majority rules, mate. You picked uh you picked Gilbert, mate, and he's out. That's Bro, a, he got injured in the preseason. It's a crystal ball. You should, have, you should have foreseen it. You crystal balled. You looked into your balls and you saw yeah. Gilbert. And we I looked did. into your balls and we saw carnage. No yeah. So much carnage in my ball. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, unofficially slash officially, I have chosen Cameron Murray from the South Sydney Rabbitohs as my other lock. You can put him that's in. Okay, in that's eight. okay, though. You can put him in in a bracket. <laughs> So we I will. You know what? I will. I no, will. Hundred percent a bracket. I'll yeah. do the bracket. I'll do the asterisks. Yeah. Um, yeah. how many games did he play last year? Who? Tom Gilbert. He, uh, half a he year? was killing it. He was killing it. <sighs> he was so the reason it? they were up there. One of the big reasons. He, he got injured in Origin, yeah. No. 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 Maybe he did. Oh, someone double, someone yeah. fact check it. I'll look fact it check it. 
Anyway, let's move on to my second, uh, the second big. Uh... Remember he was doing all those tongue things? Yeah, when he scored the try against Canberra, he's like, blah, blah, blah. He's pumped. Yeah. <laughs> um, second thing to talk about, boys. Some major fallout from the trials with major injuries and suspension news. So just like Tom Gilbert from the Dolphins, Cohen Hess is expected to miss the entire 2024 season with an ACL tear as well. Pretty big news, boys. Pretty bad, Cowboys. He kind of played good last year. Like, no one was expecting him to play as well as he played. I thought he played pretty good. Yeah, and then moving over to your club, Guilty, Mike Asivo copped a three-game suspension for two careless high tackle charges in the trials against Gold Coast. What do you think of that? What do you do? Fair enough. Next Stay fair. Next three games. Up. But fair enough that you got suspended. Yeah, man. Yeah, just hopeless. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Clarky, how'd you go with your, your research there? Yeah, mate. Dislocated his shoulder in round one at Adelaide Oval. Ah, look at game, you. Game one, game one. Look at you, Clarky, with the big brains. Anyway, boys, outside of the trials, some more updates as well as signing news. So Penrith's Mitch Kenny, uh, as of today, will be suspended for one game and fined $5,000 after his Boxing Day lines, quote, unquote, Instagram post. Um, they said they what? brought the game into disrepute for... Do you remember what happened there? wonder what's going to happen. I want to know what's going to happen to the bloke who actually made the post, that bloke who took his phone, Daniel. Yeah, true. What's going to happen to him? Yeah. Oh, wait, no. He, wait, he got a five thousand dollars fine and one match suspension. Oh, nice, Clark. Yes, who he did there. I see it. <laughs> Guilty. Fair enough, uh, Mitch Kenny. Um, it's so long ago. What did he say again? What did he write? Uh, he put a. He he alleges that someone else took his phone and put up a post. Uh, sorry, a uh, a caption on his Instagram story saying, yeah. "Who's up for some Boxing Day lines?" You know. Do you know what, man? Uh, Why don't I just own it? Because they're still... Well, this is why I got in trouble. I'm glad you got in trouble if that's the case. Because you're trying not to own it. She'll get, so an extra, like... she'll get an extra... Yeah, she'll get an extra week for this fucking bitching out. Just yeah. be a man. Fair enough. Boys, Luciano Leilua has signed immediately with the St. George of the World Dragons for three seasons, which will work out at $700,000 per season, as opposed to the initial reports saying he was going there for nine hundred to a mil, which is inaccurate. It works out that How the Cowboys is- are paying for some of this season. So they paid for four months already this season. They're going to pay for some next year as well. And then the third year is all the Dragons. So I think in the third year, the Dragons will pay 900 But So how much does he out. get? How much he does he get? He gets $2.7 million. Over how long? Three, Three years. years. But it's paid that? 900 a year. But the Cowboys are paying for some of that. No, I, I understand. That's still a lot of money. That's, that's massive overs. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I guess Massive so. overs. So if if the dragons, which it works out to be that they're paying seven hundred k a year, is that two, too 2. much? 8? Did you say two point eight or two point seven? Said just under. Okay. Mm. So he so dragons are paying seven. Well, yeah, he's probably he's probably worth seven. Yeah, he's worth. So, seven. The, fa- so the fact they're paying him seven, it's the a dr- bad deal. I I think that yeah, they haven't, but they need him. Yeah, good. But what I'm saying is, they should if it's, it should be seven hundred thousand dollar deal, and they're only paying five. That's a that's a sick deal. Mm. Well, that's yeah, what he's on. Boys. Could have got another hundred. Where's grand. he sitting on the belt? Where's he sitting on the bell curve, Gildy? Mate, he's a starter. Oh, he's, he's in the top of the bell curve, is he? Um, no, he's sort of on the left hand, sort of going up. 
Oh, but going he's up. Jeez, yeah, not going man, down. he's a good player, mate. He's a good player. Oh, Jesus, I would say he's, been, he's gone down the slope, surely. Nah, man, he's good. He played well last year. He played good for the Tigers. He's di- that he's top dynamic. right of the building. He's too. dynamic. He's got, a, he's got a point of difference. Yeah. Fair enough. He's gone to the Dragons now, boys. It's a good signing, I think. Yeah. Uh, the NRL bunker. 27 is... years old. Yeah. That's no, a good signing. He's only 27. Hmm. Boys, the NRL bunker is now allowed to review field goals this season, similar to tries. What do we think of that? Is this even a story? Just out of curiosity, weren't they always? Who cares? I thought they were always doing it anyway. Surely, surely when they're watching it go under, they're going, hey, it went under. Yeah, it was sure. <laughs> you know, come on. You know, I don't know what I don't know why that I don't know. Anyway, I just I thought I was I didn't think I was crazy, and you know, it's proven right. So they were always doing that, yeah? No, I don't think they were, but now that they've made it official, thank God. So it's official. Oh, yeah. I know. Thank God, right? Yeah. They always reviewed, like, if people were blocking and shit, so whatever. Anyway. Man, you can't tell me that they wouldn't take it away if it went underneath and somebody goes, yep. Well, I think it's more about the blockers now, too. So I think what teams were doing was they were, like, using a captain's challenge to check the blockers. Now they get to save their captain's challenge. Just like they don't have to use it for a try. That you know awesome I mean? captain's challenge. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Adam Reynolds has re-signed with the Broncos for one more season on a reduced deal. Fair? Yeah. Yeah. I Clarky. don't know. He's not, he doesn't play every game, man. Yeah. That's pretty good for him. Clarky. I'm pretty sure he's he, he's on a one-year deal, but isn't he? Isn't there a coaching deal there as well? Um, yeah, it would be. There'd positive, be something, no, there'd positive, be something that's, what I, that's what yeah, I read. There'd be something There's some sort of coaching towards the end that he's going to move into the coaching roles. Mm. He's still on what? He'd still be on six. Yeah, surely. Or maybe half a mil. I'd cop six. They need, With... they, they've also lost a couple of players. They've, they've needed to because and he, they're going to have to play Ezra. They're going to have to play Reese Walsh. Well, he has to take a pay cut. Payne Haas is on a million now, you know. So he'll get he'll be on a million two next year yeah. after he whinges. Yeah. Boys, um, Braden Hamlin Ueli, he turned down a seven hundred thousand seven hundred thousand dollar per season deal with the Warriors to remain a shark for the next two years. So the Warriors offered three years for two point one or just under. Yeah. And he's remaining at the Sharks, I think for six hundred over two. And I think it's just out of loyalty. Is what he said. Yeah, but man, this is the thing, mate. He just say he's bought his house over here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it adds up. You got to pay more than that if you want to go, and you're not from there. Yeah, that's fair. That's what a lot of people don't think about. So you know, Plus he he's said, got a family, he, young family, probably set up in Cronulla. You know, I don't think that's an issue to be honest. That's a good. That's a good deal for the um, Sharks, I reckon. It's well, a good deal for the Sharks and because and when they get Blake. well, they've I'm kept him. Yeah, and Aiden Fanua Blake. That's another. They got good props. The Sharks. Mm. Yeah. Mate, they're, um, yeah, so apparently I was reading his reasoning why when he was on the Sharks website when they were interviewing him and he said, I was going to sign and in the 11th hour, the Sharks upped the deal, um, but they didn't up the years and he basically like waited up and he went, if I leave and I have to tell the boys, I'll feel like a dog and cry basically. So he stayed. So he must really like a club. So good on him. Mate, I saw a commercial that they did. I think it had Toby Rudolph and who's their other big bopper? Um, Royce Hunt. Royce Hunt. And and Toby Rudolph and Royce Hunt get dwarfed by Hamlin Ueli. He's a monster. Mm. 
And they're big boys as well. Clarky, the Rabbitohs will see the last of Tom Burgess this year. Uh, he's signed with the Huddersfield Giants on a three-year deal, returning to the Super League next year onward. What do you think of that? Thomas Burgess. I thought we brought this up last episode. Yeah, I, I don't remember if we did or not. I'll just you know, talk about it again. <laughs> we definitely did. Because I, I think I made a joke. I said Because I said Thomas Burgess. And I think I made a joke about um, Huddersfield <laughs> and Warrington. Burgess. You know what? I forgot, but because I haven't listened to it. This is what happens when you don't listen to your own episodes. I still haven't listened to it. I'm like you, Clarky. But <laughs> I was um, reading it, and I just saw the official like post on the Super League. That's was like, oh, maybe we didn't talk about it. But... Yeah, I think it's time to go. I think it's time. Nah, to go yeah, back. yeah. I think it's a good. It's good. It, does he want to? Do, do they all want to finish over there? Like, where's the other twin? Is he in England or is he in Australia? He's in Australia, think, isn't he? I think George is here. Nah, George went over there and then uh, threw it didn't in he, the tower. Now, didn't he come to St George? And yeah, then, then he went. I think went he went back rails. over there and yeah, I don't remember. That's no, another one. Fact check him, Clarky. Yeah, I've got, I've got him. Okay. Everyone wants to know where, where's Luke Burgess. Uh, Gornskis. <laughs> Where's Sam? Oh, that's all right. He's at Warrington. He's a coach at Warrington now. Look them all up, Clarky. I know where Sam is. He's a Warrington coach. We know where Tom <laughs> is. He's at the Rabbitohs. We're looking for Luke and George. Where's Luke and George? In April 2023, it announced that George Burgess signed with the Cairns Brothers in the Cairns District Rugby League after winning and after winning the Cairns Premiership, Burgess announced that he would re- be retired. Really? <laughs> so he won, won the premiership, a, captain he coach. What a premiership with cans. There you go. Mate, that's a tough league, by the way, just so you know. It would be a good league. Yeah. There you go. But he's played NRL, Guilty, so he'd slap. He'd slap in that league. Mate, it's, a, it's a good it's a good comp up there. Yeah. Fair enough. Where's Luke? Find out where Luke is. The last thing on Jesus, the last thing on Luke was in 2015. Oh, was okay. it the last thing about Luke was was um when he was got in trouble in Arizona with John Sutton. Oh my God! That's really? the last thing on his Insta page. That's it. They just cancelled him. <laughs> Luke Burgess is cancelled. Uh, so good. Um, and I'm sure I've seen John Sutton. He's back over. He's back over there with the boys. Yeah, he's with the he Rabbitohs. Got, he got pardoned by Joe Biden. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Mate, moving on. Uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves will also play his last season with the Roosters. Signing a one-year deal in the Super League with Hull Kingston Rovers. It's a big one. He's going to kill it over there, even though he's old. Mate, he's still good. He's still a lot impressed. of yeah, mate. A lot of people hate Jared Ray Hargraves, and it's it's easier to hate him because he plays for the Roosters and he's so aggressive. But I hope he <clears throat> hope he finishes the season playing twenty games or fifteen if they want to rest him. I hope it's just not big long stints on the sidelines. Mate, they got. They've got enough props to do that, though. They've got enough props not to. Yeah, yeah, but I want him to, to be grind rested. him out. I don't. I want him to be rested, though. I don't want him to get a five-match ban here and a three-match ban there. Yeah, <laughs> it'll just. I don't know. It might just tarnish it a bit. He's mate. He's one of the. He's one of the best to ever do it. Like mm. really. Yeah, he's a monster. How many games does he play? Is he near the three hundred? Jesus Christ! Okay, I'll just look. Oh, up. just keep fact checking. <laughs> <Clark. laughs> hey, Clark, you're the stats man. <laughs> Keep it going, Clarky. Uh, who is Jared Ray Hargraves? Why is that that's such a long last name? Where are we? Uh... 298. Ooh. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. He's going to be 300. Easy. 
Yeah, very good. Boys, move, moving forward, why don't the fact check, check this next one, Clarky? Um, Stacey Jones has edged out Wayne Bennett as the uh, coach to be selected for New Zealand up until the end of the 2026 Rugby League World Cup. So very interesting there, boys. I think Stacey Jones had bided his time as um, through the ranks, and I think they felt that you know the left field selection of Bennett would rattle the cage too much. So they've stuck with a Kiwi as their head coach um, for this round, I should say, because Michael Maguire wasn't obviously a Kiwi. But what do we think of that, boys? Stacey Jones over Wayne Bennett. Dumb. Say dumb. <laughs> yep. Oh, they said bum. I was like, okay. Dumb. Dumb, mate. Why wouldn't you pick Wayne Bennett? Maybe because it's about culture. I don't know. Yeah. How many many teams has Stacey Jones coached? This is a very Brad Fittler move. Let's pick Brad Fittler. Let's pick Stacey Jones. Come on. Fair enough. Clarky, what do you think? Yeah, it's hard to disagree with Gildies. (laughs) I love Wayne Bennett. You're up against Wayne Bennett. Yeah, it, like everyone's losing besides what maybe Craig the Bellamy. Proof, the proof will be in the pudding. He's got a – but he's he's up against it really. Like he, the benchmark has been set very high. It's not like they've come off a a, a courageous loss or anything. They've come yeah. off yeah. – come off, they've come off a record-breaking lo- a win yeah. against yeah. the Kangaroos. So. You know what they should have done? They should have said to Stacey Jones, we're going to bring Wayne in. He's going to be the coach. And you're going to be the coach afterwards, but you're going to be under him. As if you'd oh, say no. That's a good idea. That that actually would be a good idea. Because he did that. You know what? They should bring him as a vice and do what they did with he, um... he, Well, I think he's done that a couple of years now, and that's fine. But it's Wayne Bennett, man. Mate, you get him like they did in the 2008 World Cup with Stephen Kearney. Yeah. That's Mate, seriously. Yeah. Kearney. Good. It's got nothing to do with Kearney. Worst <laughs> coach ever. Worst coach every ever. Time. You're so every jaded. You're He's so the fucking time. worst, man. It is every time. He got eh? so many chances. He was shit. Yeah. And then he killed it with New Zealand because Wayne Bennett was there. And they go, look at good he is. He's a great coach. Yeah. I was picking for Parramatta. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, he got dudded just like you did with Daniel, Mo- Daniel Mortimer. The but anyway, worst. Corey Naira has been cleared to make his return to the NRL in some good news, boys. And he will be playing, get this with a defibrillator in his body, attached inside. It's like a pacemaker. That's crazy, eh? Think, uh, it is crazy. It, yeah. Mate, how's he going to play um, with it? I don't know how he's going to play with his bloody thing. In his... You know, I think that's on the verge of, uh, you know, he's got something extra in him. It's Ooh. a bit unfair. <laughs> you mean like a bit Iron Man-ish? Yeah, a bit Iron Man, a little bit. I was going to more say Robocop. <laughs> They did those decisions. <laughs> you look at, I don't know what Corey Warrior Hargraves' home life is like, but it's like. Maria Hargraves? Corey Harawir and Iris, story. It's like, they're those decisions. And it's like, he can't have a missus at home because his missus would be like, you're not, you're retiring. Yeah. You're not playing, you're not playing with base <laughs> much. Gosh, she's not, she's going, I wanted that handbag. Yeah, I'm not going to get that handbag. Well, there is that other, there's that other option too. Oh. Hmm. I'm not saying that happened. I've got a funny feeling he's got a full family. They're probably supporting him. You know what? It's good. Um, that's a bit. But, a, but you know what? It, fucking it, risky. something happens, man. Yeah, mate. The thing is, it wasn't to do with it. Was it was a it was a brain thing, wasn't it? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But he's he's playing with a defib in his body, so man, like, did he get knocked out? Wasn't that it? He had a seizure. He had a seizure. That's right. Yeah. So, man, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 
Mate, um, couple more. To him. Couple more. Um, Stephen Crichton has been named the Canary Bulldogs captain. Now, what do you think of this? He's dethroned Reed Marnie and Matt Burton after one year. Mate, uh, I think he's going to be a good captain personally, but I don't like the way it came about. You don't like you don't like the captain switches. So I was listening no, to episode no, one hundred this year. A I was lot. actually listening to one hundred and twelve episode one hundred and twelve. I still haven't listened to last week's episode, like I said, um, and it came up um, with the Cowboys, Nick, and you just totally, even though you're not a Chad Townsend fanboy, you didn't like that he got dethroned. He's still playing. You don't yeah. just get rid of the player. Mm. He's the most experienced half. Yeah, he's not as good as did. That's fine. Tal Malolo is on the downward. He's on the downward part of the bell curve, right? But he's still a fucking Dally M winner as a forward. He's the captain. It's fucking stupid. Anyway, uh, with Crichton, it's a little bit different. Reed Marnie. I mean, look, man. I don't know what you think, Dan, but Burton to me is not cap. He's not a captain. Like, no. But Marnie was. So see, I, I think I think with Marnie. Uh, even he says it in his own, like even in his own convictions prior to this announcement, which he would have known this was happening by the sounds of it. I think he thought that he was just trying too hard as the captain no, no, and maybe took excuse, away from his job. I mean, I've got, I've got no doubt that he can't, he couldn't have done any more last year. He played well last year in a losing yeah, side, man. Yeah, he did. So I don't think it's got anything to do with that. You know? mm. I do think the Crichton, I, 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 don't, I don't think Clark agrees with me here. I think Crichton is a good coach. He's super confident. He's become quite good in front of the media. He's a good pick, but I just don't like the way they've got rid of Reed Marnie. Anyway. What do you think, Clarky? Mate, I'm more of a – and you can pick – you can obviously pick captains for different reasons. And one of the main reasons is for the media and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I'm more of an on-field captain who can mm. talk to a ref well, who can lead – can lead by example, like he leads by example in the field. Yeah, he? but I don't know. I like a forward okay. or a half. Mm. Fair enough. I, I, I think, I think, the, I think the, the benefit of having a back. I'm not. I'm not. Look, there's benefits of both. I know what you're saying. A forward's in the middle of the, the field. The only thing with a forward, they're going to go off at one but, point. Yeah. A half, it's a big deal. But you're also very close to the middle of the field. I reckon when you're outside back or a center or a fullback, you're seeing a bit more of the game from an outside outside perspective. You're, not, you're never going to get replace unless there's an injury i think it's i I don't think that's an i don't think that's an issue personally it's not anywhere near as i'm assuming you're going to get to the next one dan the cronulla sharks one Hmm. well they've picked um dal finucan and um cam mckinnis cameron mckinnis only started last year when dal finucan was injured or suspended he's a bench player I don't, yeah, mate. I, I don't. I don't. I disagree, man. I think he's one of their best players, and it just so happens they don't use him correctly, mate. I would. I would fuck Brayley off in a heartbeat and have McKinnis starting. No, I don't, I'm not saying he is a bench player quality. I'm he's saying bench player. He is a bench player for the Cronulla Sharks, unless mate, obviously they might be changing things up this year. But mate, I got a funny feeling that he's going to move into that lock role. and Fanukin's going to sort of move. I think they're doing it the right way. They're transitioning. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm hoping mm. I'm hoping they're transitioning because Cameron McInnes is way too good to be on the bench. I, I, all right, all right, yeah, I think he's awesome. Mm. Boys, this is our last one before we move into a couple more things. Uh, I forgot to mention this last week. Uh, Wakefield Trinity, who don't know if you boys remember, were relegated from the Super League after oh, coming that's... last last year. Uh, they're now in Division Two, which is the Championship Division in England. They slapped 
the Newcastle Thunder 110 to zip last week in Division Jesus. 2. That's Man, an issue. That's bad, isn't it? That's, well, mate, it just it's it tells me something's not right. Well, mate, they're trying to do licensing from next year onwards, and I think they will be. Um, so not no more up, relegation. No more of that. But they need to they need to figure out which ones are actually good for Div Two, which ones are actually good for Div Three, and obviously for Super League Div One. So that will be a conversation later in the year. Mm. But I had, uh, I had hundred points put on me once in a rugby game. Really? Yeah. I've never. I've never had. I think we. I what think do you we, mean? I think we, I think we scored. I think we scored six points. We we kicked we kicked two penalty goals. When it's getting that way, man, someone's got to stand up and start throwing a little fisty cuff, mate. You can't oh, you can't mate. get to a hundred, mate. It was against it was against Campbelltown. No, yeah, right, okay. No right way. Here. And we're right just here. a bunch. Little we're, bit of size, mate. We're a bunch, size. We're a bunch of boys from from Hawkesbury. <laughs> yeah. Slow the game up. Somehow sure. you got to slow the game up. It's not even fun. How do you how do you have fun winning by a hundred? Yeah, I, I reckon they had more fun than us. Oh, yeah, actually, <laughs> <laughs> good point. Uh, boys, the uh, Brisbane Broncos won the preseason challenge for twenty twenty four. Last year's winners were Manly, and they came last this year, which is extraordinary news, unbelievable news. That two-week competition. I can't believe they give money out for that. That's but, this was this was less interesting than last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did not care. I, I did not care. Like all I care I, about is I, if there's any injuries or suspensions from the trials. That's all I care about. And if the Bulldogs are think, watching my team, that's it, man. I don't care I think about Canberra. Like, I think I think Canberra came second. Mm. And wait, it doesn't mean shit. It, just, it means absolutely nothing. Like yeah, the Roosters I, I, well, played the Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs got slapped, and the whole team was like a twenty side. So like, come on, man. Like yeah, because there wasn't even Las Vegas. It wasn't even a reserve grade team because I'm pretty sure the whole 30-man squad's over. Yeah, they are. They're in yeah. Vegas. So it's like, okay, mad. Like, this means nothing. So that's just, that. whatever. Anyway, I'll move it on. This is a big one now, boys. Let's talk about the World Club Challenge. Marred by what the media is saying, Scandal. refereeing controversy. Scandal. Scandal. I've got another take on it, but I want to, <sighs> boys. So I watched the game delayed. Um. But the, the Australian media is saying it's been marred by refereeing controversy. So for those that missed it, there Can are a few moments in before you go. There? Yeah, go, go, go. Just know this, right? It's mm. a sin to lie. No, oh, thanks, Brian Toto. Is that what he thanks. said? That's what Brian Toto said. <laughs> yeah. Mate, for those that missed it, there are a few moments in the game that went against Penrith that many believe decided the match. Two are referees' live calls for tries that are interesting and we need to talk about. And one is what I believe a collective rugby league fuck up that I will elaborate on later. I'll, I'll explain that um, term soon. But to preface this discussion, um, watching the post-match review on Fox after I watched the game delayed, James Graham was probably the only guy that gave Wigan any accolade for the victory, gave it for their defense and um, ripping Penrith for their poor fifth tackle options. Clarky, you brought that up um, on the chat. Uh, they At had half the, time. Yeah, you did. And like, they'll, what were they doing on fifth tackle? Like, they weren't kicking it. <laughs> we know that. Well, they weren't kicking it because the in goal's um, 40 centimeters deep. Mm. <laughs> but um, so I, I legitimately think that was the problem. But it's like, it doesn't negate the bomb. But yeah, anyway. 
Mate, Graham's Graham was his caveat was that this was Penrith's first game of the year, which is true. You know, Wigan have had trials and they've also had one season game under their belt prior to this game. Now, Braith and Aston, on the other hand, couldn't shut up about how Rob Penrith were. And he's like, I don't take anything away from Wigan, but like, you know, this, very, this is marred with controversy. It's like, well, you are taking the win away from Wigan. It was 16-12, by the way. That was the final score line. In the first half, Wigan scored two fantastic tries. Penrith also scored two fantastic tries. The defense was solid for both clubs. That's the way I looked at it. Then in the second half, you've got Jai Field making two. Uh, one of them was a brilliant cover tackle on Taylor May. The second one we'll get into in a bit. And then Bevan French, arguably, who was the man of the match, was robbed a try to win the game. They said he was offside by a fucking millimeter. It is what it is. You know, they're saying the referee was atrocious. Even England fans are commenting on Instagram saying it was atrocious. But, you know. Mate, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. At the start of the game, Penrith were up to their old tricks. What was that? Mate, there was some drop ball by by Wigan and the Penrith blokes are into them. And then yeah. the Wigan blokes went, nah. And you know what? It just I just went, why do you got to do that? Mate, me? you know what? I think it's because, all like, man, that home ground advantage is massive. That was 25,000 people just loud and proud. Nah, mate, there's no excuse. You don't have to carry on like a drip. Anyway, mate, the that's game was over. people don't like Penrith. By the way, Penrith supporters, that's why they don't like your team. And they win too much. <laughs> <laughs> mate, look. In England, they're going through um, a lot of drama, like with their with their product, um, which I'll get into later as well. Um, you know, it has remnants of the twenty twenty one NRL Magic Round crackdown, which we'll talk about in a sec. But the World Club Challenge itself has been overshadowed by three moments. So the first controversial moment was the Jake Waddell try in the fifty third minute. So the live decision by the referee was a try. The bunker or the video ref. Uh, stated that when Jake Waddell's, you know, put the ball down, the Panthers players have pushed him over the line. And because, uh, as opposed to a double movement, and because the referee said try, they said we can't overturn it, which is how it is here. Now, I want to hear your thoughts on that because the more and more I watched it, boys, I'll, I'll start. The more and more I watched it, the more and more I went, we scored try, and they did push him in. No. So, the video, yeah, the video refs, the video refs made the right call. Yeah, I mean, did I don't know whether you noticed it. The, a dead set took the ref, so he's behind. He's obviously behind the play, so he can't see the ball. The ball, the the play completely stops. Then he wandered, meanders around to the front, mm. and looks at it and goes. Oh, it's a try. It's like, how would you know, mate? That that's that's the part where the, the it's, ball was the ball bad. was the ball was put down ten minutes ago. Mm. Like seriously, when you, like what do you think? It, you got no anticipation of the game. Like you've got no, have you you've never played the game? You've never watched the game? Like you're not going to see anything from where you're standing. So yeah, the on-field decision was atrocious. Like should never have been awarded a try. But the video ref had nothing. They their hands were tied. Yeah. Guilty? Um, no try. Yeah, okay. Do you think it was double movement or do you think it was just because he didn't ground the ball? No, I don't think he grounded it. We definitely didn't ground it. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, actually, no, the double movement, that was a lot to do with the Panthers' players. Yeah. I, I wasn't, I, mate, I didn't even look at the double movement, to be honest. I, I just thought he didn't ground it. Yeah. Mate, I thought, because like, they're saying the like, referee. Like how James Graham's like, how long do we wait until we fucking put the ball down? Do you know what I mean? Like, and they weren't slow motion. It was just fucking taking forever. And they go, oh, it's a try. You know, what the fuck? Yeah, it was, it's pretty. It was pretty wild. But 
at the end of the day, oh, the way you've explained it, Clarky is the best. Is that the video referee has is his hands tied, and that and it is what it is. It's the referee. They're saying the referee's corrupt, and it's like ah, it's just a shit call. Anyway, it's a shit call. That's what it is, man. It is. Second controversy, and we're skipping all the way to the end. Um, is Taylor May's no try in the 80th minute to level up the game. Now, everyone's getting the shits with this one because of the Jake Waddell live decision of try. <laughs> Taylor May's gone over and the referee's live decision was no try. Now, like, really, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a try because Jai Field's yeah. done another good cover tackle <laughs> on Taylor May. But was it a try, boys? No, that's the right call by both the referee and the video ref. Yeah. So Penrith fans are up in arms because they're like, well, if you made a shit decision for Jake Waddell's, we can try. That's not, how, that's not how things work. That's... Wreck the mundo, boys. That's Just... exactly what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Uh, that doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Sometimes you get a shit call against you. But you know what, man? It sort of shits me. I'll tell you what shits me the most is that, mate, I know Penrith aren't going over with the team that won the grand final. That that, that happens every year, right? Mm. But, mate, I expect them to win. I expect Penrith to win. And when they yeah. don't, it shits me. And then when they don't, oh, we only lost because they didn't give us the right call. Mate, they should be putting 20 on these blokes. Mate, you know what? That's why I don't I don't like that. I don't like what you just said then because... I, I know you it, don't, it, man, it, but it's the truth. It dis- but it disrespects the league. Like, clearly they've got some clubs that, that can play and turn up. Like, Wigan, St. Helens, Catalans can play football. They're good They're good clubs. Mate, I think they can play for a short period of time. I don't think they could ever... Well, clearly anymore. not. St. Helens and Wigan have beaten Penrith, who are the three One Penrith. game. One game. One game each in the big game. Like, I know it's I feel like, year. I feel like they want it more. See, the thing is, with the St. Helens game last year, so the, the excuse I said in the group chat was, and it's been the same kind of thing every time Australia's lost when we play over there. It's always the same thing. They're they're already into their season. We're in our preseason. The NRL team's rusty. The England team's already coasting along because they've already started theirs. But that can't be the excuse for the St. Helens game last year. It's I think when it comes down to it, the England teams just want it more. Yeah, they, they see the prestige in this like, trophy. I think Panthers wanted to win this more than probably any other Australian team. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because it's the one thing that's alluded to them in their entire history. Yep. But they it still doesn't mean they wanted it more than Wigan. Wigan wanted it far more. What you said then just before, mate, that means that Wigan are the best team in the world. Oh yeah, technically. Well, they're not, man. I know they're not, and if if that's what you think, that's fine. But well, look, not. this is my, the issue. Hey, my, is... my eight-year-old daughter thinks so. They won the <laughs> they won the world club challenge. They're the best yeah. team in the world. That's mate, like when you talk to eight-year-olds and the wingers are the best players, mate. The... Josh Adokar's the best, mate. The the issue is that the world club challenge is not played one or two weeks after each grand final. Another issue is is that the Super League. Season is not completely aligned with the NRLs. Can I, which... can I just say, Dan, if you think the Poms don't think that they're the best, that you're what? wrong. I mean, they, you... they run with this. We're the best team in the world. We yeah, good them. on them. Like, they, mate, they won the game. What do you want? What do you want them to say? No, it's they're not the best team in the world. Oh, mate. they are. And that's what. That's why they I'm won, saying. They won that's the why fixture. I'm annoyed. They won the fixture. Well, I, I'm happy for them, mate. They they yeah. have gone. They Penrith. Props to them, man. They went there. They went there early. They did their promotions with Man City and and did the proper training regimes that they would do if they were in Australia. But they cannot win the World Club Challenge. They've gone 
four attempts, one of them being in Penrith, and they still couldn't do it. Wigan have won five and have equalized the most amount of World Club Challenge titles with the Sydney Roosters. They have achieved something that no one wants to talk about. They want to talk about how the Penrith Panthers got robbed. Well, it's too bad. There was one call there that's pretty shit. There's a second call, which is the third thing I wanted to bring up, which is the issue, which is an issue. And this is a rugby league issue. Now, it's the strip call. Did we all see the strip penalty? No, I, I can't remember. What happened? No, I think I missed it. Okay. <laughs> so three players. So this is in the NRL. Three players go in the tackle, two yep. peel away, and yep. then one man strip the balls. A one-on-one strip. Yep. Referee called a penalty. Although it was a one-on-one strip. So what's now, the issue? I want to explain the decision because the the referee has actually made the right call within the realm of English Super League rules. But that in itself is a problem. He's become a victim. But what they're of the saying not... is if you if you're involved in the tackle, you're involved in the tackle. Doesn't but, mean you mate, that's off. mate, that's that's what the rule that's used to rule. be in the NRL. And now the rule in the NRL is that um, if you know you strip off and it's one on one, it's one on one. Now this is a problem. Yeah. The referees. I do hate that of... rule. I hate that fucking rule when they jump off and then someone just rips the ball out. That's well, it's not a tactic now. The but yeah, no, the re- the referees become a victim of the non-aligned rule books of the of rugby league. Now, you both know that I've had this issue for years. I've harped on about it about change and aligning the rule books, but it's obviously falling on deaf ears. So I want to know why is it that rugby league rules do not align across the NRL? Super League and international well, test football. It's well, insanity. They might, they might shortly when the NRL buy the English Super League. Isn't that, isn't that what's happening? I'll talk about that in a sec because I, I don't think that's, I think these reports are just clickbait in my opinion. Yeah. Right. But mate, how are, how are fans, particularly new fans, supposed to understand the rules of a sport if their three main competitions of the same sport have different rules to one another? Like surely there are no, more well, you know people. What, man? You know what? You know what? what? They should have worked it out beforehand. Penrith should have known. No, there you go. But but I, I get it. But surely there are more powerful people within the game that have the pull to fix this. It's a job. But it's a big issue. Like Penrith go over there and go. Well, we've been doing this in NRL for the last six years, where you can strip the yeah. ball if it's one on one. They go yeah, to I England and it's not a rule there. That, that, no, it's the I same that, sport. Man, but, 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 mate, this is professional sport, mate. They should have. Someone should have said, you know, that that rule's not going to apply in this. They should have known. End of story. Well, man, if we're going off the rugby league logic, they probably didn't know. Well, then that's that, that's their problem. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Why? Because it's it it's it should be the same rules. Like yeah, it should be go- the same rules, but it's not. The the in goals aren't the same. It's a different game. Nah, anyway. that's different. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's the same. Uh, actually, I I don't agree. Gilvy's just shitting on Panthers, but using the in goal thing is a, that's a legit argument. Mate, that is that changes legitimately how the game's played. I I know that, but like the rules are, is that there has to be a minimum a minimum amount for in goal. Obviously, their their stadiums don't don't um um. I'm, I'm just saying that it's a different game because of that, and as a result, they knew they were going over there to play. I mean, they do Some rules were different. Well, they should have known. Obviously, their stadiums don't cater for the size of in goals like Australian ones do. But you uh, in the rule book. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be as big as Australia's are. You know that, like that. But no, that's what I'm saying. Know, like the rules. What I'm saying. What I'm saying is, they knew they were going over there to play in different conditions under different rules. They okay, they okay. This. Well, then let's look at this, right? The six again rule in NRL, right? It was created by the NRL, and it took a couple of years for it to get to Test football. It took a couple of years to get to Super League. 
You know that in the Super League, the six again rule is still the 2021 six again, where if you give away, uh, so if you're offside, no, not offside. If you give away like a held down too long it, within the 10 meters, it's a six again. It's not a penalty. Okay. Like in the NRL, you have to go beyond the 40 to get six again rules. If you're within the 40, it's okay, a penalty. Okay. Okay. So when that team came over to Australia last year, and played Penrith and Penrith. Yeah. Were we playing Australian rules? Yes. Yes. We were. yes. So guess what? They still won, and they still knew the rules. So that's that. Tough to that is a good point, but I'm saying it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that St Helens comes over here and has to adjust to rules of the same sport when they're playing the same sport. They're considered a premier competition of rugby league. They're a fully fledged professional competition. Yes. The the the, the short answer is Dan. I agree with you. The long answer is that. They haven't changed it, so Penrith should have been better. The long answer is, Gilly hates Penrith, and let's, <laughs> and let's move on. Okay. Mate, Super League. I want to go to them just one more time. Um, they're currently going through, like I said earlier, their own 2021 Magic Round head-eye crackdown. But this crackdown is on steroids, boys, by the looks of it. So I sent you both a video of Farmanu Brown playing for Hull FC this week against, um, uh, who are they up against? Uh, Warrington. And Farmanu Brown caused, like, caused an accidental head clash with him and another player. Yeah, he got this. sent off. I think that's bullshit. I Man, he got red carded for a head clash. I know. Yeah, I saw that. Man, come on. Is this rugby union then? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if that think... happened in rugby union. Yeah, I think this is like, well, that's one of the worst. Mate, they've just got to hit him, hit him in the sternum and it's a head eye in rugby union. I know, but like, man, like it was an accidental head high. Like shit happens in in contact. Wasn't a head high. It was head clash. So head clash. I should yeah. say head yeah. clash. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Dan. I, I I think sometimes there's an accident, and we've got to be brave enough to say, hey, that was an accident. Not oh well, you hey, know, you in, can't, blah, hey, blah, blah, blah. in saying that, Dale Fanukin got suspended for head clash. He did, didn't he? Oh, Clarky with the big brain again. Yeah, you know what? That one different that one, circumstances. It was different. Yeah. It was one, different, but this one was bad. Same, same, but different. Mm. They're saying he went in recklessly. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I said about Dale Finucan. That 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 was Dale Finucan was reckless. Dale I disagree. Finucan. I think I think I, you know what? Of course they're the, they're the same. They're both head clashes. But man, I think Finucan's was very different. Dale Finucan's was reckless. Yeah. Mate, I, I think Dale Finucan killed the bloke. I think Dale Finucan even said it was reckless. Yeah. <laughs> He smashed out of the line to put a massive shot on, and he was high, and it fucked up. And, and, and unfortunate, because I like Dale Nukan. I want those big hits. It's unfortunate that he clashed heads with that guy. But with this one, I think this was more less reckless. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Man, man, super, like rugby league in, rugby league and rugby union, contact sports really in, in the UK right now in this precarious position, and they're all reeling from... You know, litigation. We know that rugby union in England has been suit, like, is a lawsuit right now, and league will probably follow suit over there. I think they're just so worried about it that they're just like, anything to do with the head is just, just do something. And it's really pissing off the fans there. Like, I can see the, the hatred in their social media accounts, and they're saying it's poor refereeing, but it's just over. Well, the thing is, man, that wrecked the game because then you've got a guy sent off, and that's it. You've got twelve oh, players for the rest 100%. of the game. So it wrecked the game. Hundred percent, mate, and that's what the issue is. I don't know. They need to. They need to do what NRL did and you know reel back quickly, ish, because <laughs> they just have one round where they just penalise everyone. Man, that was yeah, Clarky loved that. That was Clarky's favourite part of rugby league ever, mate. That was the. It's still the intro to this day for our podcast. <laughs> so it pissed us off. It put us on the map. So 
anyway, mate, um, in the Super League, obviously, uh, Wigan were out due to the World Club Challenge. Uh, the Lee Leopards got to have a rest. Oh, still slash a bye. So, very quickly, Hull Kingston Rovers defeated Leeds 22-12. to This is round two of the Super League. Uh, Warrington defeated Hull FC 36-10. to St. Helens defeated Huddersfield 28-0. Southford over Castleford 26-22. to And the Catalans slapped the London Broncos 34-0. But, boys. Mate, I forgot into... to say something before, just thought, yeah. in that Penrith game. I mm. got to admit, I was impressed with Taylor May in centre. Yeah, he did well. I didn't in think he'd be as good as he was, to I, be honest. Same with me, but I think he butchered that try. Yeah, ran, ran yeah, away man, from his support, ran away from his support, and tried to burn um Trey Field. Yeah, yeah, crazy decision. Trey Field's fast as, but in saying that, you know, it was close. Yeah, sometimes you got to gamble, and I, I thought he played good. Mate, I I wouldn't be surprised. Like, good like I said, they're... too. Oh, yeah. rotten haircut. You love that. You love those pigtails. Hey, that, that, um, that can go in the bin. <laughs> throw it with in his, the bin. With his, fa- with, with his face tattoo. Anyway. Mate, Jai Field and Bevan French, two ex-para players too, by the way. Um, mate. Killing Jai it Field, over there. Jai Field's not really a para. He's St. George, mate. But yeah, fair that, that try by Bevan French, fuck, he's still fast. Mate. Man, he should have. That was a try. But anyway, they took it off him. They Look, I won't be surprised if they come back. And it'll be good to see them back because they're killing it over there. I, I think that try by Bevan French was a try. So do I. I There's think no way get, he was offside. I think they were getting it back for the Jake Waddell fuck up. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that that's where, the, that's where it evened out. So, mm. Boys, let's uh, finally get into the inaugural Las Vegas doubleheader. Now, firstly, I'm loving all the build-up around this new event that the NRL, NRL have gone all in for and created. Um, ultimately, it is um, dollar signs over there if they break into the US sporting market, but who cares? Like... You need to do it. Like, did you boys watch um, Sin City, the Matty Johns, the Heine Fletch um, thing on Fox Sports? Nah. nah oh, my God. You have to watch it. It is so funny. funny. It's so funny. I saw funny. a bit where I don't know where they went, but Gordy had had enough. Man, it's so he good. He, he, he actually it rages it. Up. He doesn't want to go on a ride. There's like a ride on the top of the, like the skyscraper. It wasn't that one. It's a shitty bar. And even Fletcher's, oh, what are we doing here? And Matty right. Johns has obviously had that many. It's so funny. You I mean? have to watch it. But man, like everyone, every, like they've, the NRL have marketed this well. I think they're doing a great job. They're getting everyone on board. Fox Sports is on board as well. Obviously they're broadcasting partners, but they're doing a good job about promoting this, this event to Australians. I'm interested I, because I want, that's yeah, I want the NRL to break into the US market. Like man, in 2021, when the NARL nearly broke in as a competition, a legitimate professional or semi-professional competition, we were excited. We got a lot of American <laughs> listeners through that topic and it's all starting again now. So firstly, we all saw the Russell Crowe um, rule explanation video by the NRL, the, the narration by Russell Crowe uh, by Russell Crow for- Mate, Fantastic. US I thought that was awesome. What did you think, Clarky? Yeah, it was awesome. Like, the Gladiator. I feel- crazy. I love it. I, I can't. It I I can't help but feel like though that this whole thing is marketed to Australians. Man, look, I think um, you're right. Do you know what? I, I, think, think, I think, think it was poking the bear a little bit. I think it was like, this is rugby as we know it. You know? No, I mean? no, like, no, no, no. Not, not, not. I, I'm not talking about the Russell Crowe thing. I just, I just mean the whole thing in general. And I'm not saying give up on it. Like this needs to be at least a five year thing, but. I just wanted to know because I'm like, how am I going to know? I'm like, oh, actually, I know, I know a couple of people who live over in America. Is it and big I'm, over there? 
No, that's what oh. I messaged them, and I'm and I'm talking to one guy, one guy who owns multiple lines of apparel from South Sydney because we've given stuff to him. We've got an, another girl I've spoken to who's been to a South Sydney game when she was over here. And I'm like, hey, do you guys know this is going on? They're like, what? No they, idea. Do they live on the Mate, West Coast? In, in, in they Times live on the, Square. They live on, the, they live on the East Coast, but there was the Times Square Steedon thing. So it's not like- Did you see the Times Square Steedon thing then? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's not exclusive to the West Coast. And, I'm, and I am talking about two people in Ohio and one person in Georgia. So hmm. you're talking, but I don't know. Abs, abs, and they know who South Sydney are specifically. Hmm. And zero idea about what's going on. That's wild. That's like, pretty wild. That means that the marketing is just, it must be so saturated there that they just need, like you said, they probably need the five years at least. And I feel like it's, at the moment, it's, just Aussies going to the game. I'd be I'd be very intrigued to see if they can sell out a sixty thousand seat stadium for this. The they reckon is, even if they're not even if they're not going to sell it, they're just going to give tickets for free. Yeah, they're just going to fuck you uh, walking past. Who are you? Here's some tickets. Uh, uh, maybe you're right. I don't know. I feel I thought that because I've heard social commentators like especially NFL. I, I I watch a lot of NFL stuff on YouTube, and there's a little talk about it. They're talking a little bit about it. They're laughing about about no helmets. Yeah, yeah, they're getting like you know. I think there's a little bit of interest, you know. There would be a little, but like you know, Gronkowski did another one the other day. He he's trying to promote it, saying I'd never play this game without pads. Like he's doing, like they're they're trying, they're trying. No, they're doing it. No, they're doing it the right way. Yeah, You're Brady. Yeah, Brady showing it to Reese. Man, they're trying, man. <laughs> I, I I like it. But anyway, look, let's get into team this Tuesday because I actually haven't looked at the teams. Oh, give me a sec. Give me a sec. I've still got a couple more, couple more things. Your boy, Chris McQueen, Clarky, I don't know if you saw this. Fucking hell, how old is he? Mate, he just retired from the Super League, but he is partaking in the Las Vegas Nines competition playing for the Brooklyn Kings. Did you see that? I thought you were going to say he's doing the combine. I'm like, what? What's the Las Vegas Nines competition that I don't know about? Mate, we spoke about this a few weeks ago in our... um, must have been not concentration. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, they're doing a two-day nines comp for men and women, as oh. well as the combine, which is oh, separate. Okay. So Chris McQueen, they're going to get, they're trying to get ex-NRL players to play. And Chris McQueen's all about this comp because he wanted the NARL to get off the ground, the professional comp. So okay. that leads me into my next thing, which is the possibility of the NRL bankrolling what they will likely call NRL America which is a 10 team they got, competition. They got to come up with a new name than that. That's awful. Or you know, NRLA, I don't know what Ugh. I don't know what they're going to call it. Let's just call it the NRL America. Ugh. Yeah. The proposition is that um Peter Volandis is set to meet a few power brokers and billionaires apparently over in Vegas this weekend. Um they need to put forward the business model. Um what's M Beside, uh, envisaged, envisioned, I should say, is that they want to be operational by 2025. Five teams on the East Coast, five teams on the West Coast. Align each team with an NRL club, which is what we spoke about in the in the preseason bunker review episode awesome. 111. Um, and Vlandis goes, look, we, we're not going to bankroll this forever. He goes, we need the right people to be running the operation in the US, but we can obviously do those things where we share you know, training regimes and, you know, the way clubs operate and stuff like that. 
But we have spoken about the alignment of clubs with fledgling clubs. But what do you think of this idea? Because if this gets off the ground, this is wild. Genius. It yeah, is. I think it'd be Genius awesome idea. You can send a couple of players like who are just out of the 30 to be playing in a comp, a different sort of comp. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Man, they could even do it like in the off season, maybe just to you know not I'll play more games then. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that it doesn't clash with the NRL, so like you can get like a decent NRL play to go over, but I doubt it because the NFL would be on. So yeah, but anyway, look, Clarky or Guilty, one of you mentioned that um, the NRL are thinking of acquiring the Super League. Now that's I don't think that's happening, but what they are really discussing is if they make the Super League, if they align the Super League calendar finally with the NRLs properly, and that means that they can play a Super League game with the NRL games in Vegas or the World Club Challenge is played there. That's that's what they're thinking about doing. So what do you think of that? I like that idea. Which yeah, one do you prefer? I, I like it. Align it. <laughs> I like the work? I like I like the alignment. Oh, the double the, the double head the double head as in, I like the double header. Would you like? Games, would you like if the World Club Challenge went there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that too. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Um, the other thing is that the NRL might t- like revert the grand final to an afternoon twilight time to accommodate for US and English audiences because they've done their research and they've gone look. We want to grow in America, so how do we get viewership? Oh, let's make our prime games at a right time. And they're like, well, England should be a bigger market and it's not as big as we want. What do we do? Let's change the times to accommodate for them also. That's what we want anyway. So good. Yeah, that would be awesome. I don't care why they do it. Grand final. I don't care why they do it. Just do it. Twilight or, 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 you know, 3 p.m. Or not 3 p.m., 2 p.m. Nah, not 2 p.m. I like Twilight. I like 5.30. I like that. I like that. Anyway, um, this is what we came for, boys. We came for the opening matches of uh, the 2024 NRL season for the Las Vegas doubleheader. So, game one. Clarky, your boys, South Sydney Rabbitohs, are up against the Manly Sea Eagles, kicking off at 1.30 p.m. this Sunday, Australian Eastern Daylight Time at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Uh, the lineups are as follows. We'll look at Manly first. Uh, we have Tom Draboyevic at fullback, Jason Saab and Jackson Paulo on the wings, uh, Tolu Kula and Ruben Garrick in the centres. Luke Brooks will partner Daly Cherry Evans, the captain, in the halves. Taniela Paseka and Josh Alloway are the prop forwards. Lachlan Croker at hooker. Harmoli Olakowatu and Ben Traboyevich are the second rowers, and Jake Traboyevich is the lock forward. On the bench, we have Carl Lawton, Corey Waddell, Ethan Bullimore, Nathan Brown and 18th man is Jake Arthur, your boy, Guilty. Mate, Brad Parker has got it. He's on the reserves. He's got to be injured. Yeah. Maybe. Mate, he played on he played here on the weekend. Mm. I mate, thought you he can't might... tell me that Jackson Paulo is best. Mate, I thought he might have been out of the 30-man squad because I saw him in Sydney. That was weird. I think he's coming. He must be he must be injury. He must be. He was actually, he was injured. He had a bad, like, a bad like, sinus sick. infection, I think, or something. Like, really yeah. bad. Like, he had a real bad, like, infection right. that nearly killed him. I remember reading something about this. Nearly killed him? Yeah, I swear to God. Look it up. Something happened where he nearly died. Look it up. I'm, I swear to God. Look it up. Nah, look I'm it not up. even going to look that up. Anyway, 
Are you going to fact check me? <laughs> nah. Gildy, are you going to fact check me? Oh, I don't care. Nah, okay. Well, that's, <laughs> oi, guess what? Then it's fact. So, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, their lineup for round one. Latrell Mitchell at fullback, Alex Johnston and Jacob Gagai on the wings. Isaiah Tass and Richie Kennar in the centres. Cody Walker and Lachlan Elias as the halves. Tavita Totola and Sean Kepi as the prop forwards. The hooker is Damian Cook. Second rowers are Keone Kolamatangi and Jai Arrow. And the captain in the lock position is Cameron Murray, Clarky's favourite. Uh, on the bench, Saliva Havili, Jacob Host, Davey Mawali, Tom Burgess, and the 18th man is Talis Duncan. Now, dissecting the lineups, boys. Turbo returns for his first game since round 15 last season alongside his two brothers. Luke Brooks will make his manly debut alongside Jackson Paulo. Corey Waddell also makes his return to the Manly Seagulls after a stint at the Bulldogs. And as we know, Toa Sipley is out for three matches after being suspended for his um, crusher on Dom Young in the trials. For the Rabbitohs, Jacob Gagai uh, will make his NRL debut on the wing at 28 years of age. Sean Kepi will make his club debut in Rabbitohs colours. Jack Whiten is suspended, so he won't be there until round three, I believe. And Campbell Graham has been confirmed that he will make his return to the Rabbitohs around the origin period in the middle of the season. Clarky, this is your team. What do you think? Yeah. Look, it's it's not far off full strength, really, at the end of the day. Richie Kenner's he's a, a pretty unproven in the centres. Um, Jacob Gagai. Mate, your, your outside backs are what's worrying me in this game, Clarky. If I'm looking at both sides side by side, but not saying that Manly's a Mate, solid. Are you serious? Yeah, Jackson Paulo in the Manly team. He's the yeah. worst player in the NRL. Man, he um, can have a good game here and there. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> what are your um, thoughts? Yeah, look, I'm pretty confident. Um, they, it should be it should be a really good game. I'm surprised the odds are of what they are. Dollar seventy three. I thought it would have been a bit closer than that because, yeah. Made anything with Tom Trebojevic in it. Obviously, they're going to be pushing for finals contention. Nathan Brown makes his manly debut. Mm. That'll be interesting. He's he's always good coming off the bench. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Latrell. He's all. They saying he's he's dropped a heap of weight, and it's the best he's been training. His whole career in the preseason, like they say, I think every year for Latrell, and they used to say a lot for um, Craig Inglis as well. But he does look, he does look thin. So we'll wait and see. What's your um? What before I talk to Nick? What's your predictions for this game? Hey, we're not, we're never, re- never really good first game up. To be fair, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what Manly are normally like. I'll just, I'll say, I think it'll be close because it's going to be a small ground, yeah. It's, it's um thinner. Yeah, it's thinner, yeah. I think it's I think it's gonna be real low scoring. So I'm gonna say like South like 14 8 or something. Okay. Not bad. Guilty, what are your thoughts on these um these teams? Um mate, I I if you're going through the side, look, I don't I don't know enough about Jacob Gagai, but I'm almost positive he wouldn't be there if Munro was fit. No, there's no way. There's yeah. no way. No, um, no way in the world. Obviously, Richie Richie Kennard's not going to last long when Jack Whiten or um, Campbell Graham would be there. So they're, they're two blokes that are just fillers. Yep. Um, 
Man, what I did notice, I like I like both starting sides. I did notice that um look, what one big thing for me is Ilias is gonna have to really step up, I think. This is last year, I this think. This is this is his I don't think they can give him any more years. No, this is um, it. I don't I don't think he's been mediocre, but he hasn't set the world on fire. And I think Cody's getting older. But I like I like the fact that the Souths have got a Big boppers on the bench, man. I always believe you've got to have big guys on the bench. And it just doesn't seem like Manly have done that. Like they've got Carl Lawton, Corey Waddell. Like Corey Waddell is bigger than people think, but he's not a he's not a prop. He's a he's a tweener. The same mm. with Bullimore, the same with Nathan Brown. Do you know what I mean? They don't have that big bopper to come off the bench. Whereas whereas Souths do, man. They've got Tom Burgess as a monster. Moali's a monster. Host is a tweener. Havili can play prop, but can mm. also play hooker, you know? Good player. Everything I think Shaq like Mitchell's pretty unlucky to not be there somewhere, but I don't know who you'd get rid of. Mate, the back row for the South is fucking awesome. Um, ben Trebojevic, mate, they've been talking about him for ages, and I, I watch him closely because you hear all this stuff about him being the best brother. I know I know that he's not because you've got, you know, Tom, but they've always talked about that. So mm. I, I always watch him, and he does, he does play good. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes. He's in a year where he's meant to stamp his authority and be a starting player. Um, Mate, someone that's going to stamp their authority quietly, I think, will be Brooks. No pressure. Sure, sure yeah, no less less pressure. But but then again, Dalia Cherry Evans isn't a player that demands the ball like he used to. Do have you noticed that? He sort of just plays around the ball a little bit. He doesn't. The way Manly play isn't half back orientated into the into the back line. Um, the other player. The two players that that have got to step up will be either Alloway for uh, Manly and Sean Kepi has got to hold on to the ball because I, I rate Kepi. I love his defence, but sometimes he's a little bit of a butterfingers. Interesting. The, club. You, you asked about Shaq, and obviously they've given Sean Kepi the first crack at the um, yeah. start spot. I, I he, still he... think Shaq's a bench prop, but I just look at the who they've got and where can you put him? It's very hard. Yeah. Mate, Sean Kepi could play prop for South. You know? mm. Mm. Yeah, mate. They moved. Did they swap Arrow with Keone Kolomatangi? Or was Arrow playing prop last year? Uh, Arrow was in and out of. He's in and out. He's bench. In and out, yeah. Bench, yeah. prop, second row. Yeah. Well, they've put Keone on the left now, which is, I think, crucial. Um, But he needs to own it. So we'll see how that goes for for your side, Clarky. Mate. Um, is he up against. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he would Mate, be. That's massive. Man. Yeah, that's massive. So it's very interesting, very interesting. But look, I'm who? Wait, who are you going to tip, Guilty? Before I talk, mate, I think it's even. Going, I, I think because of the Fords, I just think because the um the field is is narrower, it gives each player less space. So I just don't think backs are going to be as important. As, I might be proven wrong, but I've got a funny feeling just because of the amount of centimeters. Mm. It sounds dumb, but I'm going to give it to South on that basis because I just think their forwards are stronger. It's going to be a faster track as well because I don't know if it's artificial turf or not. This this field, nah, uh, it's it's, it's nah, not. It's man, real. what they do is they roll a, it in. It's really interesting what they've done is right. Mm. They can they can it's on a shelf and they can roll it all the the whole field mm. all the way out of the stadium under at the back of the like at the bottom at the back mm. they roll the whole field out 
Yeah. And it's 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 real turf, and it's it's they need the sunlight to do that, and that's what they've done. And then they can roll it all the way back in. It's pretty fucking amazing, mate. You know, there's the new um, the camp new in Barcelona. They've got like a platform of fields underneath the field, and when they need to change it, it's like they just go select three A three like a bloody vending machine, and then yeah. it just goes up. It just shifts in and out. Yeah, and then they can work they on keep, it underneath underground. The, yeah, I wonder how they keep the sun on it and that. Or they don't need it. They've always man, got artificial know, man. light. There's that much money there. It's crazy, man. But look, I'm um I'm gonna tip um Manly for this one. I just like the balance of their thirteen. I'm just a bit eerie on the Richie Kenner, Jacob Gagai combo if they're on the same side. Um but you Make a good point, boys, about the forward rotation that the Rabbitohs do have. I'm just looking at faster track. Rabbitohs, sorry, Manly look like they've got a faster team. Um, I think Brooks is going to you know, light up a bit this year. I'm, I've got big hopes for him this year with TCE. Uh, and then, you know, I know that Benjamin Boyevich is there, but Schuster will eventually, you know, be in that rotation. This is just a Manly yeah, out, outlook. Yeah. But look... I think just because they've got a faster side, they're gonna they're gonna pip them, and it's gonna be close as well. Like maybe as in Manly's got a faster side. Yes, I think they've got a faster team. So and look on the Lachlan Ilias front, I love I love how I love the bloke, but um, you know you got Dean Hawkins who's just chipping at the heels two years in a row, NSW Cup Player of the Year. Like yeah, it's I'm not so for nothing. surprised that no one's picked him up from somewhere else. Well, he's resigned. No one even talks, no one even talks about him though. Well, mate, him, yeah, but... and P- him and Peter Mamuzelis re-signed for two more years. So they're obviously in the plans of promotion yeah. at some point. So we'll see and what I, happens. I reckon that Talis Duncan's a beast as well. Like him. But there's he no just, spot he, for him. He needs to learn how to hold the ball, but he is, he'll be a gun. He just makes breaks, though. Yeah. Mate, uh, we'll move it on to Teamless Tuesday of Game 2, uh, the second of the Vegas doubleheader. The Brisbane Broncos are up against the Sydney Roosters. Uh, this game kicks off straight after at 3.30 p.m. Uh, on Sunday, Australian Eastern Daylight Time, again at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Uh, for the Broncos, Reese Walsh is the fullback. Uh, their wingers are Jesse Arthurs and Dean Mariner. Their centres are Katoni Staggs and Selwyn Cobbo. Halves are Ezra Mam, and their captain is Adam Reynolds in halfback role. Uh, Corey Jensen and Payne Haas are the prop forwards. Billy Walters is the hooker. Brendan P. Kura and Jordan Ricky are the second rowers with Pat Carrigan as a lock forward. On the bench, we have injured. Uh, he's fight. He's racing the clock, but they've picked him. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Smoothie, Fletcher Baker, Kobe Hetherington, and Xavier Willison are the bench players with Corey Oates as the 18th man. Uh, for the Roosters, James Tedesco and Captain. Uh, he'll be the fullback. Daniel Tupa and Joseph Suwali'i on the wings. Billy Smith and Joey Manu in the centers. Luke Keery and Sam Walker in the halves. Spencer Lenu and Lindsay Collins as the prop forwards. Brandon Smith is the hooker. Siwa Wong and Satili Tupanua are the second rowers with Victor Radley as the lock forward. On their bench, they have Sandon Smith, Nor Fahu White, Nat Butcher, and Terrell May with Fetalanga Ponga as the 18th man. Boys, for Angus the lineup Crichton, for the. Angus Crichton can't even make the starting side. Mate, he's the 19th man. He could, could move up, but yeah, mate, I don't know. Um, For the Broncos, we've seen that in that lineup, Selwyn Cobbo has moved to the centres officially. Uh, Dean Mariner has pushed Corey Oates out uh, for the wing spot. 
Brendan Pericura, like I said, uh, has an MCL strain, but they've selected him regardless. So he's racing the clock. And we see Corey Jensen replacing Dolphin Bound, Thomas Flegler in the prop position. Um, and Fletcher Baker is also on the bench from the Roosters. Um, he's transitioned from the Roosters to the Broncos. Uh, for the Roosters, Spencer Lenny will make his Roosters debut. Uh, Dominic Young is out, obviously injured from Toa Sipley. Uh, and Jared Warrior Hargraves is missing. He's suspended for a few more games after he copped a seven-week suspension from last year. Clarky, this is a, another, in my opinion, even even Stevens game. Uh, how are you looking at this one? Yeah, mate, two cracking games to start off with. Just mm. hopefully, hopefully they live up to the expectation and put on a show. But um, mate, super excited about seeing Spencer Lenny start. Mm. Whether he can have the same impact, and um, who's who's on Cobo? Is that Manu or Smith? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Whichever one, my God, he's going to have some trouble coming his way. He's going to get slapped. Oh, he's going to have some issues. But um, yeah. and obviously Luke Keary and Sam Walker, they're going to have to they're going to have to be at their best to kind of put him in those positions to try and isolate him. But mm. yeah, it's going to be. Going to be interesting, and yes, Wong and Tupanua in the in the back row, just all power and and speed. I think I've talked myself into um, picking the Roosters here, Oof. and I'm gonna and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go the exact same score and go. What did I say? Fourteen eight. Yeah, oh, yeah. Go fourteen eight Roosters. Gildy, what do you think? Mate, I think the Roosters are way stronger. I think the Broncos have lost way too much. I think you got Cobo in the centres, which which might be good for half a match, but it'll be rocks and diamonds. Um, they've obviously gone with Dean Mariner, who I think is a good player, uh, but they've lost. I mean, Herbie Farnsworth's a massive loss. Uh, Corey Jensen, man, he's a real good toiler, but he's definitely he's not Flegler. And if you're up against Spencer Linio and Lindsay Collins, um. Brandon Smith's almost prop-like as a hooker. Mm. And I just don't think they have the the pump up front. Payakura, there's a massive injury. And I've been looking through who would replace him. They don't even, they don't seem to have a second rower. Corey, Corey Oak, like Kobe Hetherington would probably come in and they put Martin Tapao would probably come in. Mate, the reason I bring that up is because my mail was that Brendan Payakura was was had a knee injury. Mm. Uh, he, d- he does, but. He Mate, well, how can him. you play him if he's got an injury against that side? Mm. Mate, I looked. I honestly think, like I've said, this is they're they're, gonna, they're both going to make the top four. This could be a grand final preview for all, Mate, all we know. No, no, Phil White, Nat Butcher, Terrell May all killed it at the end of like last year. Like Nat Butcher's unlucky not to be in the starting side. So that just tells me uh, Satili Tupanua must have had a massive off season, and same with Sia Wong. Yeah. Egan Butcher in the reserves. Connor Watson's in the reserves. Angus, Angus yes. Crichton's a big one for me. Angus, yeah. Angus Smith, player. Mate, Sandon Smith pushed out um, Connor Watson. So, man, yeah. they're there. Man, mate, I, I they're, think it'll beat them. I think they're going to beat them convincingly. The Roosters? Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a short, it's a, it's a narrower field. Mate, as long as they don't have a brain explosion like the Roosters can, with Victor Radley going off with head highs, mate, I just think that there's a mate. Payne Haas will be um Payne Haas won't have a good game because it's a big game and he doesn't play good when it's a big game. And he knows that too. He acknowledged that last week. 
It's good on you. I love Kobe Hetherington. I think Kobe Hetherington's a gun. Uh, Fletcher Baker, look, man, he, he, he couldn't. I don't think he'd make that rooster side, to be honest. Maybe, mate. Oh, you got a point. Maybe on the bench, but mate, look. No, not even on the bench. And Xavier Willison, he's a, he's a beast, but he's. I like him. He's young. I like him too. But Terrell May, if you if if you're matching up, you look at those players and Nafa. Is it Nafa who what? White? Yeah, mate. Nafa he's who got white. massive wraps on him, and Terrell May, man, had a blinder last year. Mate, the Roosters Xavier Wilson's need... an up and coming, but not in the same range as those guys. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, I'm picking the Roosters as well, but they 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 need to kill it this year because I've got them for the glory. They're, they're, they're making that final, potentially winning it. So that's how, that's it. Like I said this last year and they buckled and they still recovered and nearly made the prelims after buckling. Man, their side is so strong from one to bloody 17 and they've got reserves. It's like man, Dom Young, man, Dom it's, Young's not there. It's strong from one to 21, man. Man, they've they've got a great side, but man, like I'm not writing the Broncos off either. Like it's an, it's a walkover. The Broncos have enterprise in their in their attack yeah. style, so they got beaten in the grand final. They should have won, and that's I, mean, I know. But they made that the grand final. Them. Remember what happened to them last time they made the grand final? I don't know. Well, that was Ben Hunt scarred for three years, wasn't he? I think someone's going to be scarred. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. But anyway, boys, that's um teamless Tuesday for this round. It was a bit longer because of the other stuff, but um. Next week are the remaining six matches for the split round, uh, being round one, which I won't be there for because I'll be in Bali. Thank you, Clarkie. Thank you, Nick, for taking over. All right, boys, let's get into our final segment, the Sideline Stories Bunker Review. And we have something unique for today's episode. Uh, this year, like I said earlier in the episode today, the three of us will be playing our inaugural Sideline Story Super Coach Draft Competition. Now, it can't be just three of us because we need at least four players. So we've gotten a fourth player, and that will be none other than Clarkie's brother, Brendan, or Nobby's Magpies. Just, who... just, just to put it out there, the reason he's getting a start is because he didn't, he did, Clarkie didn't tell him about our other competition in time. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he, he had a fucking whinge about not being, not being able to get in exactly. the normal super coach. So. Yeah. so he gets a reprise, eh? He gets yeah. a replies. So this is all about bragging rights. I'll explain to our listeners how the super coach draft works real quickly. It's pretty simple. Uh, we have four teams being myself, Gildy, Clarky, and Brendan being Clarky's brother. Uh, we get to choose 17 players per team. Uh, players will be drafted live right now in a snake pattern or snake order. So that means each player at the end of each selection period gets two picks in a row. So I go first, Brendan second. Uh, Gildy's third, Clarky goes fourth, and then it goes backwards. So Clarky gets the fifth Clarkie pick, goes fifth. Gildy six, Gildy gets six, Brendan seven, and I get eight and nine. And then it goes like that until all 17 players are picked. Um, during the season, uh, we'll face each other seven times. There are no finals. It's first past the post. Uh, games start round one, and the season ends in round 24, and there'll be no games during the buys. And there's three this year in the real NRL season. So... For those that are unaware about how Supercoach Draft works as well, the biggest difference is that once a player is selected in a team, it cannot be selected in another person's team. So, are we ready to go, boys? A few moments later. In the event that um that last, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes was for good or not good podcasting, we have summarized our draft picks. 
And here is my team, boys. The crazy 88s after our draft pick. Um, My, oh, sorry. Let me just go to my team. My fullback is Tom Trebojevic. My center and my center wingers are Joey Manu, Dominic Young, Herbie Farnworth, and Ronaldo Mulatalo. Uh, five eight and sh- uh, and halfback is Cameron Munster and Sean Johnson. Uh, my hooker is Jeremy Marshall King. My front row forwards are Payne Haas and Jake Trebojevic. Second row forwards and lock are Elias Sekatoa, Keone Kalamatangi, and Jacob Preston. And on the bench we have uh, Bateman, Liam Martin, Hudson Young, and Joey Suali'i. Clarky, your team. I've got Kalen Ponger at fullback, Dallin, Greg Marzu, Val Holmes, and Alex Johnson in the backs, Cody Walker and Mitchell Moses in the halves, Jeremiah Nanai, David Fafita, Tohu Harris in the back row, Joey Tarpany, and Fanil Blake in the front row, Harry Grant at hooker, with Corey Horsbred, Jack Bird, Bradman Best, and Clint Gutherson on my bench. Very good. A light bench. Beauty. I've got Reese Walsh at fullback because I love him. Um, Dan Gagai, <laughs> Brian Toto, Isaac Tungo, and Stephen Crichton as my backs. Uh, my halves are Cleary and Dearden. Uh, my hooker is Reed Marnie. My back row is Olakawatu, Cam Murray, and Britton Nakora. And my front row is Atino and Ruben Cotter. And on the bench, I've got RCG, Scott Sorensen, Nat Butcher, and Schnackenschnausen. Schnackenschnausen. All right, I've, um, got, I've got Brendan's here. Very good. Go so for Nob- Nobby's Magpies has Latrell at fullback, Selwyn Cobbo, Nick Meany, Ruben Garrick, and Jermaine Asako in the backs. Dylan mm. Brown and Nico Hines in the halves. That's good. Pat Carrigan, Jermaine Hopgood, and Isaiah Yo in the second in the back row. Oh, that's good. Jack DeBella, Mitch Barnett in the front row. Damien Cook at hooker. And his bench is Ryan Madison, Matt Burton, Hemmer, and Scott Drinkwater. He's gone for three backs. Jeez. Well, we don't know how it works yet. But um, and he obviously disregarded what I told him. But um, he's his team, his team 13. His props are shit. His props are shit. The rest rest is is awesome. I reckon that's the strongest team almost. Mate, I'll um I'll try and get those up on the socials. I've been quiet this week, boys, just because of the uh the wedding for the socials. But I'll get all our crystal ball predictions and whose wedding? Um, uh, my <laughs> wedding. Shut up. That you're invited to. Shut up. You know that you're going. And then um, uh, I'll also get the draft teams up as well. But yeah, just in case um, uh, we edit out the draft process, which we did do, um. The four of us, including your brother, Clarky, will be playing every uh, every week and we'll play each other seven times throughout the year and it's first past the post, just a reminder. So we'll update our listeners with those results along with the Supercoach and Tipping results for our inaugural draft season. But that's it, boys. We'll leave it at that. Next week is Teamless Tuesday for the remaining six NRL matches of round one. Uh, back in Australia, obviously, I'll be absent as I'll be out of the country. Honeymoon. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Where are you going? Bali. Ah, good pick. 
Not bad, eh? Just one week, but. Um, bars, mate, the best. But I'll do what I did last year when I went to Japan. I'll be bringing the laptop to edit it for you boys because Clarky will be taking the reins. Won't you, Clarky, next Tuesday? Once again, once again. Yeah. And <laughs> when you're, um, just, just edit it while you're getting your tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> On my face. Yeah. Um, but how funny is this? Two absentees to start season four. Guilty. What's happening? You're the only one that's um rocking up every week. I don't muck about, mate. I, I take you seriously. Um, you know, I tell everyone about it. You know, yeah. this is a big deal in my life. In fact, oh. it's, the only, it's the only thing in my life. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's sweet, Nick. It's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. Think about it all the time. Think about it all the time. Yeah. Hey, how good? How good is that? Eh? Four mm-hmm. seasons, boys. Come on, that's why we're here. Here with broken arms and stuff. But anyway. Clarky Guilty, thank you for coming on. It's always a pleasure, never a chore. And a big thank you to our sponsors, Adzi, Akasha, Rusty Penny, and to everyone tuning in to episode 114 of the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast. That is a wrap from us here yet again. Go the Bulldogs. Good luck in the split round being next uh, week sometime. Glory, glory. Go the Snakes. Look out for the bell curve.